Okay, so Duncan. Yeah. In a bid to convince you of how great musicals are. Try. I mean, they're awful. I've brought in my friend Penny McNamee, who you know from Home and Away, <laughs> Dr. Tori Morgan. Hello. <laughs> now, you also know she starred in Wicked as Nessa Rose. Yes. Yes. The best musical on the planet. It is. Thank well, it, it's in my top three, Penny, I'll be honest. Oh, Hamilton yes. and Les Mis are up there as well. Oh, yep, that's fair enough. Les Mis is my husband's favourite. And um, Hamilton, I love the soundtrack, but I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? I have. I got to see it in oh. New York last year, and it is phenomenal. Yes. I, I'm trying actually not to listen to it too much because I want to see it one day, and I don't want to know it really, really well. I still want there to be some surprises. Yeah. So, so Penn, this musical apparently, <laughs> Hamilton, is so brilliant. I said to Ali as one of our phoners, hey, if you could have a DeLorean and you could go back to any moment in time and see any musical, she said, I would go back and see Hamilton with the original cast. It's like, are you kidding? She would wow. go back and see something she's already seen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I've heard. I've heard it's phenomenal. And actually, a very good friend of mine has just been cast in the London production. He's playing the king in the London production. Oh. Oceans rise. Empires fall, we have seen each other through it all. And when push comes to shove, I will send a fully armed battalion to remind you of my love. Da 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 Great I know. Yeah, so I'm actually tempted at some stage, hopefully in the next year and a half, maybe I will get over to um, the UK. I've got lots of friends over there and I'll see that because, yeah, I've heard it's just phenomenal. So what, it's, often, it's often loved by people who don't like musicals. Well, that's it. And that's why I think, so we're, I'm going to make Duncan listen to the whole cast recording. And I think with the rap and R&B being such a big part of it, I reckon he might actually yes. enjoy it. Yes, I, I agree. That, but, seems, that one, and you're right, Book of Mormon and Hamilton, and I will say Wicked, are often the shows that people love if they don't like musicals. <laughs> so what would you say is your favourite show to see live? Um, that's a really good question. My favourite production I ever saw live was actually Beauty and the Beast. And I think I was at the right age. I was about 14. And the special effects at the time were just phenomenal and it was a really big leap from what previously had been done in musical theatre on stage. Um, you know, they had this, you know, the huge tower and the tower was turning and the beast was climbing up the tower and he fell and it was it was pure magic. I was completely transported um, watching that. And in fact watching that production was what inspired me to to go into musical theatre and to become um, an actor because I just was so overwhelmed by it. I just uh... Pen, I mean, I know you're an actor and you're obviously passionate about it, but I'm, I don't believe you because the the original Disney movie Beauty and the Beast is a masterpiece. You know, how could you? How could a possibly a stage play I be know. any better and more? Like, I just don't get that. Because the magic, like, you can do anything with a cartoon. You know, it's not magic; it's a cartoon. They've drawn it, and don't get me wrong, I love the Disney cartoon. Yeah, but the magic of seeing something, you know, a couple of meters in front of your face, and not knowing how it happens—you know, quick changes and and characters turning from humans into candlesticks and clocks—like watching that happen right in front of you, it's overwhelming to see that. It's, it's—I think it's more magical. 
Well, how did it feel for you crossing from the audience to being on stage, being a part of Wicked uh, in the role of Nessa Rose? It was quite overwhelming. I was very emotional because I, it was something that I'd wanted for such a long time. I dreamed about it. Um, and and it's, Wicked's one of those shows that's magical as well. There's so many tricks and, um, you know, there's flying in it and there's spells being cast and there's so many fantastic tricks on the stage. So to be behind the scenes and to see it all happen and watch it happen and hear the audience's reaction, um, it's just, it's, the word is magical. It really feels magical being part of a, of a production like that. And that is better than, like, Game 7 of the NBA Finals. That's better than a Bledisloe win for the Wallabies over the All Blacks. Like, I mean, th- that you're talking like that this is the greatest moment that you're ever going to experience. But I can almost think of, like, three sporting games and, like, five artists who, you know, sing that I would rather see over Wicked. But, dude, like... Okay, the singers that are up there, they have trained just as long as any sportsman has to train their voices. They're like athletes. Like when you're doing eight shows a week, it is like running a marathon. You can't drink during the week. You can't be in a noisy bar or noisy pub in case you strain your vocal cords. Like the the elite level that musical theatre performers perform at eight shows a week is absolutely on par with any professional sportsman. You are comparing yourself right now to elite athletes. I am comparing myself to an elite athlete. Any, you ask Gemma Reeks or Lucy Durack what the sacrifices they had to make were to become the singers that they are and the, the sacrifices they have to make in a week to be able to use their voice for three solid hours pumping out the biggest note eight times a week. Here's the they thing, are, though, Pen. They're eating the right food. They're drinking the right drink. It is an absolute... Marathon. I give yep. you that, but part of it, right, for me is audience interaction, okay? Is that at the, at the football, at the basketball, in a sporting event, I can scream at the referees, I can scream at the players, I can cheer and chant. And you're saying, I'm going to have this moment, right, at Wicked, where it's like something spectacular happens and it changes, oh, and I then yes. sit there in silence and go, no, wow, personally. No, Duncan, it's people's souls. You can feel it's it's so much more powerful than just like yelling at the same time as the you know guy drinking beer next to you. Your souls are like aligned. And have you heard that when people are sitting watching theatre, let's say there's two thousand people in the theatre watching a show, their heartbeats are in time. What? Everyone's heartbeats are in time. That's how connected they are watching a musical. Just saying. There's there are so many moving moments in this show. Because Duncan, do you even know the storyline of Wicked? It's about the the Wicked Witch of the West and her sisters, isn't it, or something like that? There's like this. It's connected to Wizard of Oz somehow. I, yeah, so I it, don't really it's care. It's the but. untold story of the Wicked Witch of the West, whose name is Elphaba, who's played by Gemma Ricks in the Australian cast. Who gets crushed by Dorothy's farmhouse? Is that the one? No, oh, no. no, that was my character. My character was her sister. So it's the prequel to the Wizard of Oz about Glinda and the Wicked Witch of the West being best friends. Right. In the day, in high school. And then how they had this falling out, how one became good, how one became wicked. Yeah, so I, I saw the out. movie production. It's called Mean Girls and it's way better. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, but it is quite an incredible portrayal of friendship. It's not smaltzy or anything. Um, really? Because it sounds that way. Well, they both are... Mm, they both do wrong. Yeah, they both do wrong by each other. Um, and they are both misunderstood in various scenes. But you're right. Um, as Nessa Rose, you yeah, are... So I was the... Wicked Witch of the East. So I'm the Wicked Witch of the West 
sister, and Duncan, I was the character who the house fell on oh, right. at the end. Oh, so bad. Because it's a prequel. I know, actually, when the, now that The Wizard of Oz is being performed in Australia and Gemma and Lucy are playing their, those roles, I was like, where's my role? Why aren't I in it? <laughs> um, oh, that's right. I died at the end of Wizard. <laughs> She's not actually in The Wizard of Oz. So then, I, yeah, I wasn't so offended once I realised that. <laughs> so you, you compared... Um musical people as athletes and absolutely but your character would be more in the Paralympics because you are in a wheelchair. Yes, that's right I was yes uh, my character was in a wheelchair for um for let's say three quarters of the show. What were some of the challenges of being on stage in a wheelchair? Oh it was actually quite hard because the wheelchair was um it was wooden it was an old-fashioned wheelchair so it was very very heavy and um Trying and singing requires a lot of breath control and a lot of, um, you know, use of your diaphragm. And sitting down and singing big notes is really challenging. So, um, yeah, I had to kind of work a lot on my posture. And, and also, I had to hit certain beats in the music. Um, let's say I started side stage. I had to, like, roll on really quickly to get to a certain point to sing. Um, and it's quite hard. You have to kind of get enough, like, stamina to, to kind of propel myself forward to be in time with the music. Yeah. So it was um, trickier. It was trickier than it looked. Why do you think Wicked is so loved by audiences? I've seen it five times. Oh, wow. And every time I go, I forget how funny it is, actually. Um, I think the main uh, audience for Wicked are young girls and young women. And I think that's because it's about a, a girl who is an outcast, who is misunderstood who is teased and who really tries hard to do the right thing and to be good and um, and she's pushed, you know, her buttons are constantly being pushed and uh, and I think most young girls, most young women can relate to that, you know, through high school and through their early 20s even. Um, so I think everyone relates to to being Elphaba. One time with the wizard My whole life will change once you're with a wizard, no one thinks you're strange. No father is not proud of you. No sister acts a shame. And all of us have to love you. When by the wizard you're acclaimed. And this gift or this curse I have inside. Maybe at last I'll know why. When we are hand in hand, the wizard and I. Music is phenomenal. It is the best score, I think, that has ever been written in musical theatre, besides potentially Les Mis. I think Les Mis is of a different era, but in the new era of musical theatre, I think it's the best score by far. The lyrics are hysterical. And it's one of those shows that does... It's a spectacle. You don't... Go, like, for example, Book, and, Book of Mormon, you go and see, the story's fantastic, the music's great, but it's really just... The set's kind of just a scaffold. It's not anything, you know, amazing to write home about. The set of Wicked is phenomenal. Like there are over three hundred costumes in that show, and not one of the costumes is symmetrical. So even zippers, I had the amount of zippers I had on my costumes. Not one of them was vertical or horizontal. They were all at angles, and so it, it, the entire production visually is just stunning. Is that um, is that like to my point to distract you from a poorly executed story? The, the fact that you pull in all this pomp and circus actually belies the fact that there's actually not an engaging character, that the story is not well written. This, this debate 
would be a lot stronger, Duncan, if you'd actually seen the show. You know? <laughs> Amen, Penny. I would absolutely discuss this with you in depth, the characters and such. We haven't seen the show. How can I possibly have a debate on this when you won't commit to going seeing a musical? Dude, I've seen the amount of NBA games I've sat down and watched with my husband because I'm a loving wife. Okay, so on this one then. You say yeah. Wicked is definitely worth seeing. One of my yeah. biggest struggles is the lack of a strong male character that I can engage with. Now, I, I appreciate all that you're saying as a story. Certainly for a story, uh, for a dad of a daughter, I feel yeah. I feel a connection with a lot of what you said. But I'm yeah. going to sit there and say, who is it as a dude I'm connecting with? Oh, yeah. Wicked's probably not a show for the dudes. But, you know, there are pl- Les Mis is all... Strong men like Jean Valjean and Javert, those characters, you go and see that show. Have you seen Les Mis, Duncan? I have seen Les Mis. Well, there you go. Very strong male characters. You can absolutely mm, relate. Very Wicked strong. Might, Wicked might not be your your story because it's about strong women. Doesn't mean you won't enjoy it. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Other than Nessa Rose, is there a role from Wicked or another show that you would love to play in the future? Oh, good question. I think um, I would probably love to play Elphaba um, over Glinda. I've got the um, the better voice type for um, for Elphaba. And, yeah, I think one day maybe I'd love to play it um, if it comes back and, I don't know, if I'm not working, feeling home and away or something. If it came around again, I might put my hat in the ring. It's such a great role. Um, and then as far as other musicals go... I performed in a musical, um, I was living in New York for four years uh, before I started on Home and Away, and I performed in this new musical called Daddy Long Legs, um, and it was just two people. It was just um, a man and me in this show, and I did it for three months over there, and uh, the producers are really keen to bring it to Australia. So I'm hoping after this all kind of finishes with Home and Away that I'll do a production of, um, of Daddy Long Legs. And I, you know what the other one I would love is to play one of the witches in Frozen. If that comes to, I mean, it's opening on Broadway soon, but um, if that ever came, came to Australia, I'd love to play one of those. Isn't those Anna the better character rather than Elsa? I, I think so. Elsa has the better song. She's got Let It Go, which is obviously the big thrilling number in the show. But I think it would be more fun to play Anna. She's got the more fun kind of character and storyline. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favourite song from Wicked? Mine's random. My favourite song from Wicked is actually Loathing. My pulse is rushing. My head is reeling. My face is flushing. What is this feeling? Fervid as a flame. Does it have a name? Yeah. Loathing. Unadulterated loathing. For your face, your voice, your clothing. Let's just say, I love it all. Every little trait, however small. I think it is so funny. I just love the lyrics, and I think I love the choreography of the um, of the dance in that one too. But yeah, most people like to find gravity or for good. They do. I love those songs. But every night in the show, when I. 700 shows every time loathing came on i'm not in that in that song and i'd be backstage dancing to loathing and singing because i loved it it's so funny so catchy my favorite song oh goes between two i mean obviously yeah. defying gravity and 
looks like a hair metal guitarist away from an 80s rock song. Oh, this moment, it, it's what closes the first act and she flies at the end of the song and... I'm almost falling asleep right now. That's. I get goosebumps in this wow. moment of the show. Gee, was it cold in the cinema when it happened? Dude, come on. It's called a theatre? It's called a theatre. Oh, theatre. Yes, indeed. Theatre, darling. But I always forget just how funny this song is. Popular. I'll help you be popular. You'll hang with our right cohorts. You'll be good at sports. Know the slang you've got to know. So let's start, because you've got an awfully long way to go. Don't be offended by my prank. It's just such a nice moment in their friendship when they come together. And, yeah, I always just forget Glinda's role is so hilarious. It is very, very funny. There are many, many laugh-out-loud moments in that show. Here's my thing, Penn is maybe I'll go and see Wicked with my wife for an anniversary to treat her and I'll feign excitement. Can I say Can I say also for the record? Yeah. It doesn't have to be either or. Like, my husband is, as you know, because you know him well, yeah. is the biggest NBA fan of all time. He is. Would you know this about him, that he absolutely loves musical theatre? Well, I did because... He loves Wicked. Like, he goes on his morning runs. And he listens to Defying Gravity as he's running up the hill. He loves musical <laughs> theatre like no one. He's, he's, I think he's saw Wicked seven times, and it's not just because I was in it. He actually loves the show. And he'll then happily go home and watch his beloved Atlanta Hawks play basketball. So, you know. Well, and that's why... Nice. You can love both. That's why we're here today, because I want to believe that there's a part, path out of this dislike for musicals. I'm just struggling to find it. The solution is go and see some more, isn't it? Probably. If you, if you haven't seen many, then you probably haven't seen the good ones. You, you raise a good point, Pam. And look, look, I'm not totally naive. There are some really naff musicals out there. Trust me. And yeah. you've probably seen the naff ones. You've got to go see the good ones. I did. I saw Cats and it was awful. I want all my uh, time. Yes. <laughs> and I don't even like Cats. You know what you should go and see that's now on and apparently is amazing is Muriel's Wedding Musical. Apparently that is fantastic. So that, that's your first, your first job after this podcast. Go and see a good... Brand new musical with brand new music. Oh, okay. Well, I'm saying, look, if, if you had seen as many musicals as I've seen NBA games, we'd be on a fair platform. <laughs> That's good. Just I did. That. So I did actually ask. I asked um, Matt the impossible question. I said, Game Seven, Atlanta Hawks is in the NBA Finals. <laughs> they never go and get back again in in your lifetime. So this is the only moment to see them, and your mm-hmm. wife is debuting as a lead in Broadway, in whatever your favourite musical is. What do you do? I said, you can make open- I'll make sure you're there for the second night, but you don't make opening night because you're at the basketball. Which one wow. do you pick? What did he, he say? He said, I love a good musical. And I said, <laughs> unbelievable. That's yeah. why I don't, ha- I don't have the audio because it didn't help me in any way. <laughs> he would. He loves... Sorry, we have a weekend this coming weekend where my parents are generous enough to take our son. Yeah. yeah. Guess what Matt wanted to do? He wanted to see Muriel's wedding on Saturday night. That's what he wants to see, the musical. He's a keeper. <laughs> He's a keeper. And I was like, okay, they're really expensive tickets. Oh, my Crazy. goodness. I so know. good. Thank you, Penny. All right. I better run into set. I'm running a bit late. But it was nice to chat to you guys. You too, mate. Good to chat with you. Have see a good day. Bye, bye, bye. The journey continues, Duncan. Mm-hmm. Next week, you know what you need to do? I've got to watch Dreamgirls. I've been putting it off. I'm going to do it. 
Yeah. This is Beyonce, isn't it? This is Queen Bee. You're going to love this film. So we're moving now to a contemporary well, musical well, movie. Well, well, did you just say I'm going to love it? I actually think that you're really going to enjoy this. I'm really struggling to believe you, but I'll, I, as I have promised this whole yep. podcast, I am willing to submit and work the process. We'll see.